0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I am your host Sean Garma. here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well, uh, we are back again for another week of video games. There's a lot to talk about here. We do have some new games to discuss as uh, Mark and I have both have been playing Like a Dragon Eshin. Uh, I've played a little bit of Atomic Heart, so I'll get to talk about that. We have finally got that. Uh, We got an interesting story with the Theat Rhythm Final Bar line (laughs) as well, Um, and got some more stuff to uh, talk about uh, as well on the show. And then, of course, in the video game stuff, we just had a Pokemon Presents this morning, and we had the State of Play a little bit last week. We got so much more uh, Larian schooling the console warriors and a whole lot more Right after this.
1: You are listening to Video Games to the
0: Max. Well, just letting you know here, let's get it out of the way. The housekeeping, just... To in case this is the first time you're hearing us, or maybe it's the 100th time you're hearing us. Either way, we appreciate you. And whether you're watching live on the W10 Network Twitch or YouTube, or you're watching on uh, the W10 Network Facebook page, on Twitter, or just watching later on the YouTube as well, it's always on demand on the W10 Network YouTube. And of course, if you subscribe, follow, uh, ring that bell, you not only get what we do here, video games to the max, you also get all the other great stuff that we do, uh, right, are Broadcasting, they just did the review of uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. Uh, they did a review of Cocaine Bear as well. They're always up to date with all the latest uh, movie stuff. You get metal music reviews from them as well. Uh, I think they're doing Animaniacs, the latest season review pretty soon here too. And you get uh, our anime show, Tata the Keiki. Uh, they basically reviewing almost everything that comes out every season. Those guys are are crazy they they watch everything which is insane uh and they they also uh, one of the guys also has an mma show mma for marks that you can check out there so if you're wanting to look at uh, watch you know what's going on with mma they keep you up to date there too so that being said let's get on with it and before then I, I should mention also you can listen to us on demand on podcasts wherever they are podcasts we are there whether it's apple google uh iheart radio all that stuff we're there you can listen to us later through those means although sometimes it it takes like you know a few hours to come out after the video but it will uh be there for y'all either way we always appreciate y'all listening or watching so getting started here mark you're farther than i am in like a dragon each um not, not much. I mean yeah. Okay, so when I told you where I was, you you're not that much farther. Okay.
2: I mean I'm in the main city. Like the main city and like the big gate opened up, so like dramatically expanded the map. That's about it.
0: Okay. Um I mean you're more of a veteran of the Yakuza Like a Dragon series than I am. Uh I basically got into it I, I played zero and you know dabbled in kiwami but mostly i got into it with Lack like of dragon which obviously is a different experience it's an rpg not uh well, the beat-em-up games
2: it, it's funny you say that i'm actually playing like a dragon right now
0: <laughs> yeah so I, I never- you played all the other ones you reviewed a lot of them yeah uh this actually came out prior to yakuza 0 the one that a lot of people when they think about like Thinking about the before, prior to like a dragon, the one that got a lot of people into it was Yakuza Zero. This is I think like a year prior to that, so it's still kind of based off the old Yakuza, Lack like of dragon engines. Yeah, um, it feels like it. Yeah, and I mean this is essentially it was actually like a PS3 game, right? So yeah. how do you feel, I guess, about this game? It's not totally a Yakuza game because it's basically like they took the Yakuza characters and put them into a samurai setting. Uh, actually telling sort of a historical narrative with this I mean obviously it's not historically accurate but it's like based on that period right do you think it if let's say you're a new yakuza like a dragon fan you haven't played anything can you start here no
2: uh i think there are gameplay problems like you mentioned last week and i will echo that entirely terrible uh that feel really wonky uh play feels kind of fun, mostly fine actually but I think like if you're gonna start like if you're just gonna pick one of these games up, I'd say like pick up like or you know Lost Judgment, real something newer that's more contemporary.
0: Well, I mean, I think you could start with Yakuza Zero, and you basically get all the Yakuza stuff in there too. Sure, you know? but I
2: meant like yeah. you know, well that's a that's a pretty old game at this point also. But I yeah. just mean like what if you're gonna start so, like somewhere new, and also like once you see it up to Yakuza six, it's like oh my god, I got got to get these six of these goddamn things or seven. Like, right.
0: Yeah, but I think if you play Zero. And you come away saying, ah man, this is not for me. You already know you'll need to play the rest of them. Right. And then it's sort of like the start of everything. So if it does good, uh, you know, work for you, then you can decide, hey, I want to play the other games or not. So, I mean, this is sort of like, so, so if you're, you would, you would then say also because you don't know any of these characters, uh,
2: well like, like you said like you know there are analogs like oh there's a guy with a, with an eye patch named uh, Majima his name's not Goro I, think, I haven't even met him yet he's in like the intro movie so it's like okay I know who that guy is right uh, I mean it reminds me a lot of like Ghost of Tsushima but it doesn't play as well obviously but I like the idea of like having an actual scene or like stuff to do right besides like just hunting foxes
0: <laughs> that's always a big one uh, yeah. You know, or you could chop wood or. Right.
2: Like, there are. Like, combat's kind of interesting because you got four game. You have four play styles like sword, bare hands, gun, sword and gun. And I found, right. found the sword and gun to be extremely overpowered, at least initially. You deal with a bunch of, like, groups of enemies. And you just have an attack that, like, 360s around you constantly. So it's like, okay, I I know which one, I, which one I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> and is that. I mean, and that one also, like, lets you quick evade and. You can. You're basically like dance. It's called the Wild Dancer, and you're basically like dancing around, literally. And right. you can just you know do 360 spins and and whatever, and then you can just pull out your gun and shoot people. It's actually I didn't like it playing the demo, but then playing this game and like when it does does the tutorial, I was like, you know what, actually this is not a bad. Uh, I kind of yeah. like this one.
2: Yeah. Have you done any of the side stuff yet, or like? I-
0: I've done the chop wood. And then that's pretty much it, because I'm, I'm, like, still basically in the first part of the story. I I so, guess that's your first boss, the guy that doesn't like the fact that you got promoted to the right. second in-line position I, I, or whatever. I
2: found that the bosses really respond to guns. <laughs> like, you just keep shooting. Yeah. It's like, okay, this works. I mean, you just stay far away from them. You only have to focus on one guy. So, shooting is, like, bad. I
0: yeah, the shooting is very, like... Helter Skelter. It doesn't feel good at all. And there is uh, there,
2: there is a lock on in the game. It doesn't actually yeah, tell you like it's in the tutorial or it's in the like glossary. But like even when you try to use that, it's it like, still doesn't feel great. Like yeah, I find getting around the town to be. I mean, you're you are you you're in the like starting town right?
0: Yeah, I'm in the starting town. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Like you've even gotten to like the the big town. Yeah, I, I I find getting around the town to be a little like the map is a little let's say.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hey, that's most Yakuza games, though. The the map's kind of busy. Yeah,
2: but it's not quite as... Right, uh, it's bigger. But I did, like, the karaoke was okay. Uh, I did, like, a chicken... I got to, like, the battle arena, but I haven't done anything. You know, it's Yakuza. There's no no second arcade,
1: though.
0: Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate. But, I mean, it would make sense. You are still... There's stuff that, like... You know, I've heard later on that happens. Like you, you know, there's a side quest that apparently you have to like, kill a bear or something. And, like, That's surprising. You know, like there's it, there's definitely crazy stuff in this game, like you would the other games. You know? And
2: there is like, a, like one. I did a uh, there, are, like you said, it is somewhat historical. Like
0: I met like a real historical figure, right?
2: Uh, in a, I'm not kidding, a naked bathroom or bathhouse fight.
0: Yeah, that's the one that if if you if you're online at all, you've probably seen that people have been talking about that constantly. And apparently, the original game it was not as covered as this game is. But it
2: makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. They want they don't want to have any issues uh, with that, right? So, I mean, I think for the most part, like, and I would I should say they do have uh, four different. You know battle styles, right? So you have the like you said, the gun, the sword, sword and gun, and then you have the regular yakuza just beat the crap out of everybody with your uh, fists. I,
2: I found, I mean, I don't think the guns are good except for uh, like bosses, but I found the actual sword ineffectual or pretty weak. I mean, granted, I don't have like I barely like leveled up, so I don't have any core and not a ton, but yeah, you know, it just feel, it just feels weaker than you know, like the baseball bat from the throw or something like that.
0: Uh, I mean, that's the thing is, well, I mean, also, most of the enemies have swords, so I think that, right. that makes it to where it would make more sense that they do know how to block a sword and how to get around using it. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, I,
2: I also just, like, unlocked the blacksmith so I can start upgrading my sword. Oh, okay. Can, I'll buy a new one or do whatever.
0: That probably helps a lot once you can do that. I mean, I've, I've upgraded some of the moves and things yeah, like that with the... the
2: how do they're, they're weird like like level system?
0: uh it's I like the fact that you can get both the one that's specific for the certain type right and then you have the one that's like oh I can put it wherever I want yeah so have, it does let like 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 you, you have yeah, like the freedom up.
2: yeah you level up you get like that yeah are specific to like the skin. you have like general gray marbles that you can slide on any but you can like swap them in and out like you said which is a neat a good idea yeah you know, as you progress further along the like the leveling
0: yeah I like and it, and it gives you that freedom to well if i'm not going to use gun that much why do i have to right uh build it whereas okay i can kind of you know mold this into the style that i want which that's always positive when you get people more abilities to kind of hey however i want to you know do this i can yeah it's it's just it's really interesting to look i mean most of it feels like lack of dragon yakuza like none of it you would not feel out of place at all if you or have only played a little bit, like I have, and then you come into this game. Yeah, you have the samurai setting. It's not, you know, people that get mad about. Oh well, it's breaking my immersion. It has to be more like Ghost of Tsushima. It's still got all the yakuza trapping. So,
2: oh yeah, it's still uh, like goofy and yeah, yeah.
0: So I, yeah. I should know. I should have noticed at the beginning that Mark has a neighbor that moved down, moved in downstairs, and he's. I guess
2: taking, taking, you hear, like, banging, putting you
0: know? stuff on the wall, or I don't know what he's doing. It sounds like she's hammering constantly.
2: Well, uh, I think that, I don't think it's I don't think the neighbors maybe just do the contractor like finishing the apartment.
0: But okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So there's not much we can do about that, uh, unfortunately. I but mean, yeah,
2: gone. I haven't heard it. Uh, but it still has like like the goofy yakuza stuff, or you know, like oh, eat at every restaurant. Yeah. Do, do the fishing minigame.
0: <laughs> There's, uh, apparently a whole, uh, Stardew Valley farming. Yeah, I haven't that yet, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I can
2: like grow crops, chop wood. I haven't, I, I didn't do that actually. I did chop, uh, cannonballs and fireball and, uh, not fireballs. cannonballs and bullets.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, i it, not to mention that also, like you're basically running like a whole, uh, vegetable store inside your house. Once you uh, actually do the farming, so like there's, uh, I guess that's their answer to the real estate thing, right? Uh, yeah. it, so I mean, there it. I I don't. I think it's fairly easy to say that if you enjoy Yakuza, I think you're right at home getting this game, uh, sure. and you're going to but- enjoy the crap out of this one too.
2: Yeah, but I wouldn't say this is a good starting game like launch off the franchise or like this is, shouldn't be your first one.
0: Yeah, this one's more I would say for like series fans that can understand the oh, well they're not going to act just like they do in Yakuza, but it's it's fun to see them in a different role and you still understand what those characters would do in a regular Yakuza setting, I think. Yeah. Um so I, I think if you're a Yakuza fan, like I said this is this is great for that. Um and have fun. Have fun with that. I think it's well worth the, the money and spending it. And you know you're going to – It's a, there's a lot of game there, too. Like you're going to get your money's worth here. Uh, so you don't have to be like, oh, man, I finished this in 10 hours. What am I going to do? No, there's plenty of stuff uh, for you to do here, uh, too. Uh, have you been playing anything else Yeah, besides? Like, I, yeah like I said, I was playing uh, Like a Dragon. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so just just Like a Dragon this week? Yeah.
2: Uh, okay. No, no, I meant the, uh, the RPG.
0: Oh, the RPG, right.
2: Yeah, Like a um, Dragon's called Ishin. so...
0: I, I forgot. they The whole series is called Like a Dragon now, so it's like... Well, they, uh, they can, they can
2: say that, but that's, that's BS,
0: so... <laughs> so, uh, I mean, apparently that's what it's called in, in Japanese, so I guess they just wanted to yeah, bring that, that, that together. that's the
2: whole thing about, like, Koopa was called Bowser, and Koopa's a better name. Right, or like the Doctor Robotnik or Doctor Eggman. Keep it separate. Let's on.
0: Yeah, know? let's let's hope that they never change the Resident Evil name to just Biohazard here.
2: Well, they can't uh, with that one because of or You know, so. Oh, okay, right, yeah. But uh, yeah, they are. I've been playing the RPG because I had nothing else to do, or until I got to I'll you know, go back to this. I mean, so
0: what? Like, I know you had played some of it previously.
2: Yeah, two years ago, but, I didn't so finish like, it. and I basically restarted the game.
0: Oh, okay. Because I had I, no I,
2: idea how to play, or I mean, I had some idea, but it's like, can you just go back to like an old RP, or RPT years ago and like? Oh no, I do that a lot. If I've yeah. gotten
0: started, I don't know how many times I've started Final Fantasy, restarted Final Fantasy VII because of that. Because I'll be like, oh, I forgot where the hell I was. So I'll just restart again. <laughs> like, right? Um, I so did you? I don't remember if you really enjoyed it or no? I did. Uh, yeah, I
2: think it, I think two years ago, I just got busy. With yeah, I just got distracted, and I don't want to say quickly lost interest, but more and more stuff kind of kept piling up. So you know, just fell right. by the wayside. So. Uh, I really like it now, though. I, I I've been, it's still pretty good. Uh, I think I hit the point though where the big level spike happens or like the difficulty spike. Yeah, so I'm not sure how much long in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember I had to grind in that dungeon for
2: yeah. I just I'm like a the long while. Arena. Yeah,
0: yeah, or the battle arena that helps you grind a lot too.
2: Yeah, I'm like. It's, I, it's weird. I don't know if they rebalanced it, but I've been finding this this time playing, I found it a lot easier.
0: Like oh, yeah. The whole, they added some updates to rebalance it, because a lot of people were complaining when it first came out that it was...
2: Yeah. Like, so, like, I completely blitzed through that, Uh, you know, the, the investment mini one night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, one night in the morning. So I was playing it, and then I looked outside, and it was white out, and I looked at the clock at 7 a.m.,
0: I, didn't go to I mean that game, that little mini game, is that addicting that I don't blame you. I got hooked on that thing too. But I was playing for hours.
2: It's it's not addicting. It's just it's to me it's like very monotonous. To, I'm so yeah. over leveled that it's a, I just keep cycling through runs, You know, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the RPG mechanics are still good. I, I finally kind of figured out the job system. Also, I don't think I don't think I really did that last time. So, like, unlocking skills through the job system, which they don't explain that well in the game. I kind of yeah, they it they
0: don't at all. Uh, you kind of have to like learn that stuff on the fly, or have known that from playing, you know, other other JRPGs. Basically, yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed that. Like, I love the fact that they have all these goofy outfits and all yeah, that the stuff.
2: Only, the only problem is, I wish. Uh, oh, I hear the kind. I wish you could like just kind of do it on the fly or just out of battle would be the yeah. that you have to go back to like this one, uh, you know, building in the town to like change your
0: jobs. Like, so. uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I know. That doesn't make any sense to me either. Like, It's like, why do I have to do it to yeah. these certain areas? Like, why can't I just do it on the fly? It doesn't make sense.
3: Like, like I, I
2: can uh, understand if Not wanting to. Well, not letting you do that like mid battle like that makes total sense but like right when you're out of battle just go to, like or you have a cell phone already just to like, call call the woman a yeah
0: it uh, like i kind of understand why you have to have save points or whatever that's the old jrpg thing but it's like the the whole like changing my jobs only in a certain uh octopath travel does this too where it's like oh you can only change your party at this location it's like oh god why
2: yeah uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. I'll keep playing both of them. Uh, yeah, that's about it for me. How about you?
0: Well, I the reason why I didn't make that much progress on like a dragon Ishin is because I got hooked on uh, uh, theater rhythm or theater rhythm. Uh, I apparently didn't wait long enough. I already waited a week. I should have waited a week and like a couple of days because they so just a little bit like inside baseball that I'm sure most of you probably d- don't care, about, but I'm so I'll just go ahead and explain this. So when you're asking for a code, most of the time the PR person will tell you, okay, we don't really know what our allotment will be until launch day. If you're not like one of the big sites where you always get something early. Uh, so most people fall into this category where you kind of have to wait till like a day before or the day of, and they tell you, Hey, Oh, oh Hey, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're not going to get a code or, oh, hey, here's your code. Or they tell you the like, kind of like ominous thing, which usually means they're a nice way of telling you no, that, oh, well, we may get more codes later. But yeah. a lot of times what happens is that whole, oh, we may get a lot more codes later turns into they never circle back and, uh, you know, send you anything because by then they think it's too late. You're not going to care. And this is one of those cases where it actually, came true and it came true very quickly. So like this morning at like twelve or not this morning, like this afternoon, like around twelve or one, um, our editor messaged me. He goes, You didn't buy theater room did you? I was like, uh yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, well, that switch code came in. I was like, oh you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Uh so and we and it probably would have at least been because most of the time when you get a code they give you not always the best version, but they give you at least the mid version. So yeah, it would at least been the one with the DLC. Yeah,
2: for like, for, for Ishan, I got like the digitalization. I don't. Know yeah, that's
0: what know. I got too. Um, so both of us got codes for Ishan. I should have uh, made that clear. And so Mark ended up getting the code well, for Theorem.
2: I it. I prefer the PS. But for that, like, you know, right. I'll take the switch code because it's not a, it's not a bigger, tanky shooter. So.
0: Well, definitely, uh, it, it I, plays great on Switch. Either way, I mean, it's not sure. like it has any kind of uh, problems. Uh, yeah. I don't. I would say I don't know if the if the sensitivity is just very touchy, and there's no calibration for this game. I should note that as well. So if you're used to playing like Rock Band or Guitar Hero, where you can touch the beat, you know, hit the beat on your controller to make sure that you're, it's calibrated to your TV. You don't really have a way to do that for uh, the rhythm uh, So you kind of just have to get used to however it works on your TV. Uh, either, whether I played with the Pro Controller or I played handheld, I don't think my Pro Controller has uh, drift. I've heard it can have drift, but I don't think it does. I think it's right. just that sensitive that you really have to make sure that you are at all times paying attention and yeah. the joystick has to be, you barely have to move it. You cannot make big what? movements. That's what I told you yeah. last
2: week. He said he didn't like the uh, joystick. He preferred like a touchpad or the, t- no, yeah. the touch and stylus. I mean, yeah. You have to kind of feather it. It's not like gliding it up and down.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it does, I guess playing more of it, it does mirror the, the 3ds that in that way, because that's kind of what you have to do with the stylus is like barely move it up and down. And, uh, but I would say for the most part, um, it is a great game. Like, you know, it's, it translates extremely well from the 3ds version to, uh, consoles you get 385 songs, whether you buy the standard version, and then, you know, that'll push you over 400 if you get the digital version, which gives you those 27 songs, which has the, you know, a lot of actually good songs on it. The Xanarcan song and um, several other ones that I can't think on the top of my head, but, ha- you know, I was going through it yesterday and, and it has some really good stuff on there. So it is worth spending the extra, I think it's 30 bucks, 20 bucks or whatever yeah. to get those. Um, I went up just paying for all of it and getting the whole DLC and everything. So I spent the $100. But, you know, I love that music. And, and it, when you're looking at all of the games that are in here, it even has like Crystal Chronicles. It has, uh, you know, all the different variations, other than like I think Dirge of Cerberus is like the only thing that's not represented here. Um, and no one cares it, about that. Yeah, no, yeah, no one cares uh, about that. But, yeah, and the fact that you're going to get non Final Fantasy music later on with the DLC, like Chrono Trigger and Saga, and uh, Near Automata is the one coming right after this pretty soon. I don't know well, if you're I, a big fan of that. It's, so, it's,
2: it's already done, so yeah. yeah, that won't take any any effort.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see if this sells well, and they will put in like say Final Fantasy 16 DLC music and uh, 14 and. Uh, more fourteen stuff because I think a lot of people that are big fourteen fans were complaining that it's very Rome reborn uh, heavy.
2: I'm so that uh, Moogle uh, King song—that's all I care about. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I mean, yeah, it makes th- sense that like ahead. it has Final Fantasy Four. Like the main music for Final Fantasy Four so is like, yeah, that's when that, the, the arcade game came out. That's what it was drawing from. They didn't put any extra work into this thing, really. So why not?
0: Yeah, I, I do think that. But they did like translate it well. Like it doesn't feel like they just kind of slap the 3DS thing. Added some control options and whatever. It does feel uh, really good to play. Yeah. And obviously, it's it's fun to just play this game. Listen to the music in the background. Uh, you do have some accessibility options, so you can take the background off if it's uh if it's distracting to you to have the the background from the the game on um, it's, you know, there's so many freaking songs in here. You got to find stuff that you do like, I I don't know that I'm, I do kind of understand it in a way, right? It's, they try to tinge it more like an RPG where you have to unlock things. Uh, So it's kind of like leveling up as you level up, you're unlocking the different versions of Final Fantasy and the, and all that stuff. Um, how do you feel about that? Like not letting you have all the songs from the start, like forcing you to play maybe some Final Fantasy games that you don't necessarily care about.
1: I mean, but, you know, rhythm
2: games always do that. Yeah, it's not you know, it's not like even from like you know Guitar Hero. They they, they don't like had the full access to the track list from the get go. So right, yeah, it makes you know, it's totally within the uh, genre. So yeah. And you only have to play yeah. it once, so it's like okay. it just like blow through
0: this. Get of the Yeah, party. you only have to. To be fair, you only have to get like three or four songs in. Yeah, uh, to each game part of each game. Yeah, be able to unlock another key to maybe unlock something that you do want. Uh, and there, I would say, don't don't buy this game if you only like like one Final Fantasy or whatever. Like you have to like the series. Uh, to be I fair
2: only, like i only like took I, it was dungeon so yeah like if
0: you only like if you are playing final fantasy because you love 14 but you haven't played any of the other games I, this really isn't for you this is for people that love the series that have at least four or five games that are their favorites and and everything else or just appreciate the music uh this is for that um cuz you're going to feel like you spent $40 to listen to 3214 tracks and then that's going to be it. Uh, so, um, I, yeah, I would, I would say, but if you love Final Fantasy, this is a no brainer. You need to get this. You're going to enjoy all the music and to play with it and, and all, seeing all your favorite characters, even though there's weird, it's weird that some games like why some of the characters are missing. I have no, i have not like, why only and Yuna, and, and Titus for, for 10, why, like, why is Waka and, and Lulu like excluded? It doesn't make sense when, because
2: Waka <laughs> sucks ass. I
0: mean, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. They like,
2: I can, can have Tamari show up, you know, just to
0: know. Well, but it's just like, I don't know. It just, it's weird when you have like almost a full seven cast, except for Kate Seath or whatever. And then you have 10 has three characters. Um, and it's, it's just weird. Like, Think of so,
2: it as a commentary on the quality of the characters.
0: I, the more characters, I guess, the, better,
2: the, but, better the game. Or you have I
0: mean, of- but, but Lulu was a great character in that in that game. You really couldn't beat that game without her. So that's kind of weird. Um, but that being said, and then like you know, nine, you're missing out a bunch of the characters too. There's only four of them, so it's just kind of a weird decision. I wonder if that's because they want to eventually maybe add characters as DLC to get you to buy that separate. I mean, Square Enix is uh they're, they're trying to get you to eventually buy NFTs and blockchain. So it wouldn't be surprising to me if they try to dole that out as DLC later, uh, depending on how this sells. But overall, it's been a great experience. I got so hooked on it. I didn't play, you know, I didn't get far as far in, in the games I probably should have uh, this week. But I've been waiting for this game for a while because I knew I was going to get hooked on it. So I feel like my money was uh, well spent. In, in that aspect, at least. Uh, one other game that I did play, uh, at least three or four hours of uh, before I went to bed yesterday, is the ever controversial uh, Atomic Heart, which is controversial oh. because obviously it's made by, uh, you know, the Russian government has a little bit to do uh, yeah, with I'll, this yeah. game.
1: Russian boss, I
0: yeah, um, there is a lot of Russia propaganda in this game, not going to lie. Uh, so if you're someone that, and I'm going to be honest here, uh, definitely a supporter of, um, Ukraine. of Ukraine in this in this whole uh, fight that's going on. Uh, but very much like we talked about with Hogwarts Legacy, just because a video game exists doesn't mean that uh, we support one thing or the other. We're just talking about the game uh, here. and. Uh, So I, that's, I will preface that by saying that if you don't have game pass and you're not playing this for free, uh, if you have something against that, that's something that you should probably consider before you go and spend the money to buy this game. Uh, and, and in that way, the Ukraine government has every right to be upset and, and want that to be gone because, you know, the Russian government does have something to do with it, uh, in a way. And you know, but I think to, to say that other countries have to go take this off their market or whatever, I think that's a little bit extreme. Um, right? You know, I
2: thought it was it, extreme when, uh, you know, last year when Nintendo can't or delayed you know, Advance Wars all year.
0: Yeah, that was crazy to me too. Like I understood at the beginning, but after like it went on for like six months, it's like, yo, this is for the long haul. Like we can just go ahead and release Advance Wars. Uh, it's not it's, like it's not it, like in the game
2: it, it, you're like fighting the Russians. Like the Russians is a good guy. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it, all a fictional. Yeah,
0: you know, it's all animated. So. It's all. It's, it's not even like this where there's actual uh, blood and and things like that. So, talking about the game itself, uh, it felt very Bioshock Infinite to me. Um, yeah, there's you know the puzzles. There's the way the characters talk to you. Uh, the mystery stuff in here. Uh, the story to me is very interesting. They have, uh, it's kind of set in a 1950s Russia, if Russia had won World War II. And yeah. what the happens reality. if they go to the future? <laughs> yeah. And everything's robotic. <laughs> so, it, and remember, yeah. remember uh Singularity? I played a little bit of that. Uh, I, mean, I, I thought it was yeah. like a
2: three sixty game, but I mean, I of yeah. that kind
0: of. Yeah, it, that, there's a lot of that too. There's some Doom in here too, as well with the shooting and everything. Um, the way you level up your upgrades and and your weapons is really interesting. <laughs> they had a uh, basically a very horny vending machine that tries to get you to uh, insert things in it so she can you know keep being horny. I guess. It like, um, took like a Futurama joke. Yeah, basically, too. There, um, you, you the mileage may vary on the main character, he's not very likable, let's be honest. But I kind it was, of,
2: yeah, it, it was weird last week. Uh, cause, I mean, this game just came out, I think, like last week, also, right?
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, last week,
2: like seeing the uh, that Jensen Ackles trailer with like the commercial, he was because I was like. Is he in the game? Like I, I, literally didn't know. I was like, is he like voice the main character? Is he in this commercial? I was like, this, yeah. this seems weird. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I think for the most part, there's a lot to like about this game. If you're a big, you know, Bioshock fan, or you like these kind of games, like I think you would actually probably vibe with it a lot more because you like uh, Bioshock a lot. Yeah. Um, so you know, I don't know if that code's gonna come in for you or not, but I think it's definitely worth. Uh, checking out like I the the whole beginning of the game is like a big spectacle of just right. like taking you through the city letting you see what it looks like kind of introducing you to everything the way it is and then you just have this grandma show up with a shotgun and she's just like killing the fucking robots and it's like what the hell is going on here and you know it's I I just it, it kind of drew me in I will say I'm intrigued I want to kind of keep playing Um, so I'll probably talk more about it next week as I, as I get more into it, but I definitely think that it's worth checking out, especially if have Game Pass, uh, whether it's the PC or Xbox version, um, you know, if if you're not totally against it because of the Ukraine stuff, which again, I understand the, there is, there's something worth checking out and playing here. And I think it's going to be on, on people's. Like a lot of things that when they talk about this year, uh, it'll be on some people's list because there's definitely some fun stuff in there and uh, just seeing all the different kinds of robots and what they do. And a lot of, those robots don't uh, play around. They they can uh, pack a punch if you don't, if you're not able to get out of the way because uh, you right. start out with like an ax and a shotgun and the shotgun has like three bullets for the most, for the, like that beginning part of the game uh, until you can upgrade. And then you're most of the time using the axe. So you gotta be able to learn how to use it and, and move around and uh stuff with it. So yeah. Uh I've uh, enjoyed my time with that game too. So now I gotta figure out how to fit all this stuff in, start writing some of these reviews uh before we get to later in March when we have even more stuff coming out, you know, Resident Evil uh four remake and all that stuff, uh too. So
2: had a few weeks, a biggie.
0: Yeah, got a few weeks at least. So I, I think that's going to do it for what we've been playing this week. I guess since it just happened, uh, let's, I know you don't really care about Pokemon that much, Mark. So I won't, I really dwell on this stuff too long. Just wake me uh, up you're done. <laughs> well, you know, you can, you can look at how you sleep with Pokemon sleep mark it actually exists and it's coming out in the summer uh july 21st
2: it only took 12 years for the we Wii, <laughs> Wii sleep channel to come out or the Wii sleep accessory
0: <laughs> exactly you can even get a pokeball accessory called the pokemon go plus plus that you can use if you don't want to have your phone out there for everybody to see uh, if you're one of those that, that does not like to use your phone or, or um You know, for things like, cause I mean, obviously these sleep apps, they do drain your battery. I use one to kind of monitor how I sleep as well. And they do drain your batteries. So, uh, if you don't want to use your phone, they do have a Pokeball thing you can buy. You press the button, it turns it on. Uh, it'll sing lullabies to you if you want. And then you you can also just, you turn it on in the morning and it tells you. It's
2: going to be Jigglypuff's theme. Or, you know, the song over and
0: over. <laughs> uh, no, I did hear Pikachu and I think I heard Squirtle in the trailer as well. So it's not just, <laughs> <laughs> but it would be funny uh, if it was. Um, I, the most, it's so it's not really like it, they, they use this as a way to like see how you sleep. And then depending on how you sleep, the Pokemon that sleep in the same way are the ones that are attracted to you and, you, and that Snorlax. Uh, that come and you'll be able to see them on your phone, I guess, the next morning or whatever. So hopefully you see your favorite in there. Uh, I'll probably play around with it and see how it works. I, I know I'm going to forget to use it after like the first week, probably, as right. most people will. Uh, the other thing that's not Scarlet and Violet related is that they made with Netflix. Uh, they are making a stop motion show called Pokemon Concierge. Uh, this is the same studio, dwarf animation studio that made Monsters That Work for Disney. I thought that was pretty decent um animation uh on that end. So basically what they're saying here is, and they had somebody from Netflix come and talk about the show, is that it's gonna include this boy named Haru and his pet Psyduck or his friend Psyduck, and basically they're there to kind of greet resort guests as they come around, and basically like they're trying to have original stories from Japan to basically show other people, um, things of, of Japan or show you that there's good stories that happen out of Japan. That's not just anime. So I guess that's neat in a way. I, I'll obviously watch this because it's Pokemon, but we'll see if it's actually uh, interesting or, or good or. You know, mo- most everything Pokemon Company puts out is pretty good as far as the shows go. So shouldn't I'm sure this, this will be
2: good. Shouldn't this have been like a good opportunity for them to say like, "Hey, Detective, like, let's do this."
0: Maybe Netflix wouldn't want to pay what Nintendo is. Well, I don't asking. mean Netflix. I just
2: mean I just mean like yeah. for the direct in general.
0: Um, I mean, no, they don't. The problem was, wasn't it because uh, Ryan Reynolds was too busy? And they, well, they can
1: replace him.
2: Like he's not needed per se. Like
0: I don't know. Also, I mean, maybe it's... it's something that they'll do once if the Mario movie makes a bunch of money, like they expect it to do. Then
2: that's well, like the thing is like today, because you made a bunch of money. Like you know, it's not like yeah, it wasn't like the biggest hit, but it made money. So it's, it's just really weird that they they said that or they you know they announced it like a, it was going to be in development. You know, for three years ago, I mean even four or five, and nothing's been done. <laughs> you know, right? And especially since, like, as we've seen, or as as it's been becoming more clear, like, video games are becoming more and more than like adapt- adapt- adaptable media. You know, like movies or TV shows.
0: Yeah, I think that's one that they know that they have in the can. Yeah, you but know what like I'm saying like,
2: you know, I, I I like the human characters in that in that movie, and. They're kind of aging out.
0: <laughs> uh, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're. You're completely right in that they should have tried to to do more with that or have it come out sooner. But I think that they're trying to see where that is. Um, they know that if they come out with Detective Pikachu 2, it's going to make a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, I think that they kind of want to test the waters with some of their other. Properties sure. first, and that hot moonlight you know, yeah. movie we can all all hope for. Yeah, Um <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do think if Mario does well, will we have a? I, I do think Link works. I, I think Zelda works better as a series, honestly, uh, than a movie. But as long as Link is silent,
2: <laughs> you know, he doesn't talk at all. It'd be hilarious. <laughs>
0: uh, I still think Metroid would be great if they could do the if yeah. they could do a movie with it. So but Wendell
2: and Christy in the role,
0: let's do Yeah, let's do it. But obviously the big thing that, you know, people were kind of hoping for is yes, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is gonna get expansions, just like Pokemon Sword and Shield did. And it's basically going to explore the hidden area zero. There's two parts to it, just like Sword and Shield, the Teal Mask, and then also the was it Indigo Grove or something? Uh, but yeah, Indigo disc, I'm sorry, whatever it's <laughs> close enough. So there's apparently older Pokemon that are not, that weren't in the, you know, the original game that it's now going to be in this game and you're going to get to see that plus whatever the hidden area is, there's going to be new stuff, obviously. Uh, so this is their way of, instead of doing the third version of the game, which I think by this point people are kind of tired of, you know, it's, it doesn't really help anything to do that. Uh, Let's just release, uh, you know, these expansions and and have that kind of help you. And I like the fact that they're not trying to fit anything else Pokemon in here. They are plainly telling you this is the only Pokemon stuff aside from the smaller Pokemon stuff that we didn't talk about, like Pokemon Cafe, X Masters, all that um, of just, hey, fall and winter. That's it. That's going to carry us into the beginning of next year. And then we'll see whatever else other Pokemon thing comes out. I like that. They're not trying to rush this out to have one come out in the summer like the time before, and then one come out in the fall. They're going to have them both come out around the same time. So also, you're not waiting a bunch either, because I think that was another problem too. By the time you got done with part one, you were kind of like, okay, whatever. I'm kind of over this by now. And I think a lot of people kind of didn't play a lot of part two. Uh, by the time yeah. you got to that. So this kind of lets you have them like almost like back-to-back, which uh, that's, I think, much better in a way than doing it the way they have been uh, in the past. I think overall, basically, you got everything you wanted from Pokemon Presents. You got a little bit of a surprise with the concierge thing. Uh, we'll have to see again how that is. I mean, stop motion can be really great, or it can be a total miss. So we'll see how, how that goes for for Pokemon. And yeah.
2: A robot chicken version of Pokemon,
0: yeah, the, right. Uh, there was another sort of showcase, uh, in the past week that I guess we can go through here, uh, fairly quickly. Uh, what did you? I thought this was sort of very underwhelming. Uh, I thought story. it was
2: mostly fine, or it wasn't like special, but the uh, Suicide Squad stuff is hilarious,
0: yeah. Um, did did you watch any of it? Like
2: did I watched uh, the whole th- I watched uh, all of it, but it play. Okay.
0: No, yeah, I meant yeah. like the the Suicide Squad thing because I only watched like part of it and I was gonna no, it. Like, I, okay, I, I only it.
2: watched it with they had with the initially showed. kind of developer kind No, I got it. Yeah. Uh, you're making a train wreck, Let's just-
0: yeah, especially when they announced that, you know, it's always gonna be online, you always have to be connected, very much like we uh, saw from Redfall. On the Microsoft side, there's a Battle Pass. It's basically like a games as a service. Yeah, so I'll, if you're I'll not a big fan of those, then
2: I <laughs> mean, all that stuff is bad. But I think the actual gameplay looks like terrible. Like,
0: really? There's yeah. a lot of people that I I heard that were actually kind of convinced by the gameplay. Actually, they, they
2: those people are uh, dumb. like every so... character. Every character is like shooting. It's like right. You're just making like anthem. I mean, you're, you're just making. Bullshit. Like, I, I've never seen, like, Harley Quinn with a gun. Like, except, well, in limited cases, yes. But, I mean. Right. So he has, like, a dopey fucking hammer, like, dumb shit. Not, oh, well, I just have, an, just have an assault rifle. Or, like, uh, King Shark. Uh, when it's like, he's a shark. He bites people's heads off. Or, you know, wow, you need a gun. Like, that, right. this is a whole stick. Uh, or Captain Boomerang uses guns. It's like, hey, this fucking Captain Boomerang. That's literally his name. He throws yeah. boomerangs at people. Like, this is a rocket science. Uh, right, like, that's
0: what he should be doing.
2: Right. I mean, it'll, it'll probably be, like, a special move. Oh, he uses it occasionally. Most times, he, like, pulls out, like, an assault rifle. Like, wow. It, it looks incredible. Like, every character looks or plays differently, like, movement-wise. You know, like, Harley Quinn right. explicitly had, like, Spider-Man web web shooter. Or Yeah,
0: she really felt like Spider-Man there, which is weird. And Dead,
2: uh, Deadshot had, like, a jetpack. Comics or anything but it's like, you are making, like, the most, like,
0: and Yeah, and it's weird from a studio that we're used to seeing better from.
2: And having, like, big bright purple spots in every enemy. Like, gee, I wonder where I shoot them. Maybe maybe this
1: purple spot? Like, come on.
0: I mean, I guess they want to make it, like, so nobody can mess up where you're supposed to shoot. Like, this is the uh, most video game-ass video game we can make so that somebody can enjoy it with their friend. I
2: watched a good video earlier actually just earlier today from Bellular. I mean, uh, but he was talking about him and his buddy were talking about like just how tired they are about triple a, like triple a games and about like, if this had been a 40 to 50 hour, you know, single player, multiplayer game, it'd probably be good. But instead of some games as a service, they want to turn it into a 500 hour game that is just, exactly, you know, like, yeah, like just like Avenger just like, uh, Tom Clancy's break or, uh,
1: yeah, break point. Okay, well,
2: yeah, like, like these not understanding that like the whole looter aspect from Diablo was carefully to not like it made you want to replay levels, but you weren't like vying for cosmetics like the season pass. And right. yeah, it's just like a whole like a big mess.
0: Yeah, uh, but I mean, we didn't really expect anything different. I think most of us kind of knew that. You no,
2: know, yeah, especially when that image came out, that they back tra- they quickly tried to backpedal from. and it's like, no, that was accurate. You guys are doing this.
0: I mean, what did you think of the uh, the the Street Fighter characters? I mean, we got two of the older ones, Zangief, you know, and then I I
2: think Cammy, uh, uh, I think the Lily looks dumb,
1: yeah, the Lily or she looks
2: dumb. generic. Let's just say that. Uh Zangief looked fine. I don't like Cammy's new design, uh, personally, and I uh, I don't know, I don't like how Cammy ever plays. So that's kind of a bummer. Like I always liked her old design because I thought it was like, but this just looks okay. like very, generic. but. You know they're gonna sell DLC for this shit, the cosmetic stuff for sure. So
0: oh yeah, they've already shown art where she's in her uh, original outfit and all. Yeah, that stuff, yeah. So. so
2: that's not a huge concern for me. I, I just yeah. never. I mean, both characters, I never figured out how to play correctly. Like you know, power driver thing and yeah, all. That. Like, this really confuses me. I never quite, I never mastered it.
0: Well, as long as you're not gonna come on and tell me that you have some huge. Being upset about the way Cammy looks, then we're good because I don't
2: like it. it. I mean, but I'm not going to like boycott the game. It's, like that's like, Yeah the the playing. the
0: internet being stupid again. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, like
2: it's, it's a more I would say more mature design, or I think that I think that's supposed to be past like more in the or chronologically like more in the future. I guess. So, yeah, like, well, remember
0: because Chun Li almost looks like she's old. Yeah. In this game. I don't like badges. So, I
2: mean, I didn't like Kevin yeah. either. But I mean, again, you know, they'll have thirty different costumes for each female character, so they know that they know that be- exactly. Yeah, they definitely know. Yeah. Maybe they're intentionally making the characters look ugly, so you have to buy. The, if you want to buy the deals? They'd be I, I wouldn't put brood. it past
0: them. Quite honestly, yeah. <laughs> so, Um, obviously, we got to see more of. Uh, a game that you know I just mentioned in Resident Evil 4 uh, remake that game keeps looking awesome so yeah. no uh, no complaints there uh what did you think of well I'll talk about that at the end cuz it, it leads into a new story um any I was excited for uh we got to see more Goodbye Volcano High that looks uh, really good it got it has a release date it's a narrative game with some rhythm game stuff in it so
2: yeah it looks, uh, I,
0: you know it's
2: okay i mean the one game to me was humanity i was really
0: yeah i was gonna ask you about that because you're a big fan of the enhance yeah. uh stuff uh, so that is from what i saw a dog is leading a bunch of humans around well,
2: it looks like they're like souls or you know yeah like- I mean, I, the, the premise seems to be like the dog is like leading people into heaven, but they have to like, right. the, the path is corrupted. And I mean, it looks like lemmings.
0: Yeah. Um, very interesting. There's going to be a demo for this, uh, at some point. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you'll be able to play it. There's going to be a VR mode as well. It's not completely in VR. It's very much like Tetris Effect. There's a VR mode, but you can play it without VR as well. Yeah. Um, so. I mean definitely that's the one that like looks the most intriguing as we see a bunch of people with looks like lightsabers just yeah
2: <laughs> right. people have a the red lightsaber or yeah and, yeah you know, so well, in our
1: yeah. Time, but it
0: looks in- yeah, definitely at least they make you have to think about uh what you're what you're playing there. Um
2: you're not excited for Naruto Baruch.
0: No, I I'm, I'm good without that. I mean I've heard the Ninja yeah. Storm series is actually rather interesting game. but yeah i'm i'm good if i don't yeah uh play that at all the uh chia game looks kind of interesting like uh just you know one of yeah. those
2: i mean no i, I mean probably the biggest thing with this, with this director before yeah a really known
0: quantity right like you're not gonna go wrong yeah. uh with that at all uh I guess the the only thing we haven't talked about, which leads into, well, this sort of leads into a story as well, Chia, is because they announced the PlayStation Plus stuff for March, or at least most of it anyway. And that's going to include Chia as the first for the year uh, PlayStation Plus, like, day one game. So, you know, last year we had Stray, and this year I guess we have uh, Chia. And then
2: I look forward to the next year, Chia Pet.
0: <laughs> uh, you're gonna get Battlefield 2042, Minecraft Dungeons. So Microsoft and Sony talking to each other there, doing a little bit of a uh, bargain to keep with this this whole Activision Blizzard thing. And then Code Vein, which I swear that's already been on PlayStation Plus before, uh, that is funny. that's all there. And a, one of Jens's favorite games, uh, yeah, our good friend Ends, and
2: I gotta say yeah, I
0: feel yeah, that's that is what it is there for um, EA, and then I think they announced some some other games that are going to be uh, paused. Um, uh, and there's yeah. where. So that being said, uh, the the one game we haven't talked about, Baldur's Gate Three, got the release date in the announcement that it's going to be PlayStation Five, PC, uh, no Xbox version. And yep. that led to a lot of people getting upset. Uh, it's coming out August 31st, to the point where Larian... It, because a lot of people started console warring over this, to the point where Larian had to come out, this is a developer of the game, and explain that there is an Xbox version in development, but because of co-op issues... Now, they didn't say whether it had to do with the Series S or whatever the actual issue was in general just that there were some issues and they didn't want to announce a version for Xbox and it's not going to be 100% great uh, which I actually appreciate um, that they're waiting to see if they can get the kinks worked out of we just announce an Xbox version and then it's like everybody gets mad because oh they intentionally made it worse you know um, uh, specifically the split screen co-op is apparently can't work, which remember, even Microsoft itself couldn't get it to work for Halo Infinite. So no, they, they didn't.
2: They just didn't finish it.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, though. They they, they chose not to finish it, but they did right. run into some problems, which is why they chose not to finish it. Um they just got it to work like with online, but not like split screen where you could, I guess, be in the same room. Right. Uh I always like when developers get to clown on this whole console warning thing and show why it's so stupid. So he's saying, you know, basically, look, it's in development. We're working on it. Uh, It's coming out to GeForce now, PC and PS5 day one. If we can make that come out day one, then cool. If we can't, uh, it will come out at some point. But right now, because we can't get all the features to work on it, we're not going to just announce it and then everybody gets mad because it's not um, the same. Are you uh, excited for this game at all? Or I got a buddy working yeah. on it.
2: That's about it. Okay, I never really yeah. played Baldur's Gate. Uh, right. in uh they're school, but I'm gonna give it a shot. Like, I mean, it would be a fun game to play with again. But like so those types of. But it's not. This isn't like hugely surprising that like I, I know you, they haven't like come out and said it's the Xbox. You have to imagine it is. Yeah, and getting it to I, work
0: on both is hard.
2: Yeah, and then having like technical problems like running you know co-op and probably nightmare
0: yeah especially getting it to work across like series x and series s to be able to have it work great on both systems at the same time that's not easy and you know having that also whether it's online or local that's even harder as well we gotta like remember this is not you know development game development is hard in general and then you add all these extra things into it, which you don't have to deal with, with single player games, you know? Right. That's, that's a, a different animal to deal with all, all at once. Um, hopefully, I mean, for the Xbox players that only have Xbox, it, it can get worked out and it can come out. But it, it does suck to see that another Xbox version um, is suffering due to having to have two SKUs. That did lead to some people coming out and, well, not, I guess some people, but there was a lot of speculation online about, does this mean that a lot of developers choose to, you know, spend more time on the PS5 version of something as opposed to the Xbox version of something? And, like, do you have a thought on that of saying either way, like, they're purposely going to spend more time on the PS5 version?
2: Well, if it's easier to develop for, I mean, that's probably where they're going to spend the most time. It's, it's just like the old, uh, PS2 and Xbox, like when that came out, that war is happening. It's like, they targeted for a PS5 because it's easier to develop for. But, yeah. But, you know, PS, PS2 was the systems, the, the biggest system seller. And, you know, Xbox games could occasionally run better, but that was just like a matter of like horsepower. It's not like they were developing it for the Xbox.
0: Yeah, and I think also we got to remember, even though both these systems can do a lot of similar things, uh, and for the you know for the most part, there's games that run better on PS5, there's games that run better on Series X, whatever. Remember that the the system that sells more, and when you're talking about a uh, if you know Microsoft itself is touting that Sony has seventy percent of the market and they only have thirty percent, who are you going to develop for? The system that that isn't selling well and that depends on you putting your game on Game Pass, are you going to put your? I mean, you, you know,
2: it's the same thing as uh, what happened with like, the next generation with the three hundred and sixty. Like, right. eventually, those sales equaled like way later, but like the three hundred and sixty was the more dominant system seller. So, yeah, aside from a few outliers that like, kind of ran a garbage in the game, most, developers targeted for the 360. Right, like, yeah, the well, like PS3 it. version,
0: I guess. But how many PS3 games ran like crap? You know, like Fallout and Bayonetta. So uh, Yeah, and Skyrim had issues, you know. Um so that's what I'm saying. Like there like you said, there's a lot of going to one side or the other depending on which system sells well. I mean, how many people made their game work on the Wii because the Wii was such a system seller, even though it really shouldn't? You know? So uh, I think it all comes down to that as well. We gotta remember that. Why spend a lot of time on the on the system that people are not gonna buy this game for that much?
2: Yeah. That's why I have so many JRPGs in the Xbox right now.
0: Uh, Exactly, (laughs) yeah. So, unless your name's Bandai Namco, I mean, most of the time you don't, Uh, so yeah, that's just how it works uh, right now. So, let's move over to talking about Ubisoft here for a little bit. Well, Mark, you love this series, but do you love having so much of it, because not only is there the six games development that we already know exists, right, which is Codename, uh, Red, codename Hexy, codename Jade, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which comes out this year, uh, the VR <coughs> game, and, uh, which is, uh, Nexus, and then, you know, there's another one, the Infinity, right? And then well, now apparently, yeah. I yeah. think
2: Infinity is like their overall, like, hub for games I don't know what the fuck yeah it's the hub but but
0: still they have a lot of Assassin's Creed things in development right now obviously not all of these are coming out 2023 some of them are going to come out you know the year after or the year after that um but now there's talk of there's even more uh going on there's supposedly according to Insider Gaming uh you know Tom Henderson who's you know big on leaking stuff there's Supposedly, a Assassin's Creed, another VR game that's being talked about. Um, that's like not come, you know, we don't really know where it is in the state of development, but the, like almost a sequel to the, the Nexus game. Uh, there's two multiplayer focused ones call uh, that are supposedly in development as well, and then there's another one, uh, well, I think Raid. And Echoes are are the the ones that are the multiplayer-focused. And there's another one called Project Nebula as well. So I guess there's two ways to think about it, right? Like, there's a lot of Assassin's Creed coming, but then is it good or bad to know that there's a lot of Assassin's Creed coming? Bad. Next question. (laughs) Well, like, okay, what I'm saying is there's so many people that I hear this all the time, like, why doesn't video games do what movies do and give us a whole five year or ten year plan for the series, right? Like, why doesn't everybody do what Marvel does and tell us what the next phase is going to be, or whatever?
2: I mean, here's the thing is for a pretty long time, Assassin's Creed was that, But they're pumping out games a year or every, and they were mostly of a good quality, I think mostly not every one
1: Uh, but
2: I think they got they got burned out, and people got burned out as well. In that, so that's why they iterated mixed results. Let's say, right? Uh, but it, they can't just keep making kind of the same game over and over, just with different setting and time period and characters, and having right. like, oh now we have a bomb system. Yeah, okay. Uh, and also, games take a while to develop for now, right? And you know, you can't make. Like, if they had to start from scratch, they couldn't make an Assassin's Creed game in five years. I mean, they might be able to but they couldn't make, like, three of them in five years so in like, a Marvel movie. A team, yeah. Different teams, different actors, you know, whatever. Uh I mean, this seems like a lot, but also, you look at the rest of Ubisoft's, prof- or, you know, profile or portfolio, and this is all they got, so...
0: Well, they got all, this all they got and the Far Cry stuff that's in development, well, and... Well,
2: no, no, all they got the people.
0: Right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, they're they're going after their big horse because they know that people will come for Assassin's yeah. Creed.
2: Here's here's <laughs> the is already beat that horse into the ground.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, they are trying to offer different experiences, right? So they're offering these smaller experience with Mirage. Uh, I mean, maybe I'll, it gonna... I'll probably
2: get Mirage when that comes out. You know, if you get right. it or not, but a like $50 game, assuming the reviews are good, I'll give it a shot. But like. I don't care about the, I don't care about, no, I really don't care about the VR game. Uh, yeah, you don't care about
0: the mobile game.
2: Right. Uh, and, you know, they're, which, I guess, kind of interesting, but I doubt it, because it sounds kind of dumb. Like, it sounds like needlessly dumb, because these games always have, like, one step in reality, like, and right. one step in fantasy, like, a uh, witch themed Assassin's Creed sounds fully in fantasy.
0: Yeah, so you have Hexie that's based around the Salem Witch Trials. You have Red, which is basically like their take on feudal Japan, which that people have been waiting on forever, and now again, you have other like, games that have beaten yeah, that, that to the punch.
2: A, that should have been that should have been a game ten years ago because that's when people right. were like, begging for it. But now we have Ghost Tsushima or you know, uh, like a Dragon Ishin and other games as well. And it's yep. like you're I mean, a common complaint about Ubisoft nowadays—they're just chasing trends. They're not—they're it, it, not making new trends. or exactly, new trends. yeah. And it's like that is exactly what Assassin's Creed Japan is. So it's like, yeah, you're a decade too late. No one is going to care,
0: right? And I mean, then <clears throat> them offering—you know—Nebula is supposed to be the the game that has three different settings: India, Mexico, Mediterranean. Uh, so you're going to go through all three different time periods in those parts of the world. That one sounds kind of interesting. But then you have Raid, which is free to play, four player cooperative. Uh that already makes you not <laughs> interested. And then Echo is supposed to be another kind of multiplayer uh game as well. So it's like there's two of those that are kind of like, well, we'll see what that winds up becoming. Yeah. Uh we also tried the Sephora with um what was the one in and Unity? Uh, right. it, that didn't turn out very well. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, I don't know, Assassin's Creed is a game, when I think of, I think more single player, I don't really, it's not one that I want to go play uh, multiplayer for, and then the one time you try to do multiplayer, it, it didn't work very well, so. No, no, yeah.
2: well, Unity multiplayer worked fine, the actual co-op stuff was pretty good, It's just, but it's ah, like, okay. I don't need that in an Assassin's Creed, and I don't really want that, because, right. you know, that's just something that I'm interested in, and no one else was either. They keep trying to, like... They, they're, they like, masters of trying to, like, force a genre, or, like, force something onto people, but it's, like, people aren't gonna buy it. Like, all their stupid fucking steep, downhill racing BMX stuff, yeah. called. Or, like, the crew. Just move on, please. Or, like, even, yeah. even, like, Watchtog's Legion. It's like, who bought, like... I don't know, that, was, that wasn't a big hit for them at all. So it's like, that, nope. that series should be, should be gone. You really, yeah, you
0: don't really hear them talking about, all let's back another Watchtog's because of how badly... Uh, Legion did.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't help
0: either that they had Legion come out like two weeks before Assassin's Creed. Right. Yeah.
2: But even if that game like came out like when nothing else was coming, it's like the whole structure of the game was terrible to begin with. Of course people didn't, like after the first wave of reviews, of course people didn't buy it.
0: I think also you look at it and you say, okay, that's a lot of stuff. I felt like Assassin's Creed. There's a lot of stuff for me there. But do you start, like, it already makes me think about, oh, man, I'm getting fatigued. Yeah,
2: that's what I meant, but, like,
0: right?
2: yeah, yeah, like, how much of this stuff is are people, like, a regular person gonna buy or be invested in? But, that's, like, probably the main game, or whatever console right. game comes out, and that's about it. It's right. Like, why make all this other silly bullshit that, you know, a, a very low fraction of people are gonna care about? Why waste right. that money?
0: But, I mean, wouldn't you also argue the other side of the coin of, how many franchises at this point sometimes are almost coming out yearly or every couple years? And, you know, as long as the quality is good, would it matter so much? Like if there's, let's say, that many Assassin's Creed games, if they're all really well, good.
2: I mean, I, a good analog, I guess, would be like Call of Duty. Right. Uh But the thing with Call of Duty is most of them are good. I mean, they, they have Right. Rough patches, but I mean, like they're all mostly of a good quality. Uh But aside from like the few mobile games, they, they only have only had like the one game, or you know, like right. one game a year. They're not making a VR, you know.
0: And they have all- their multiplayer game that they just iterate on.
2: Yeah, they're not making yeah. like a VR game, like a you know, three mobile game, or like a whole franchise spanning where the fuck that you know it is supposed to be. It's like they just make a game and that's it. And they have a that that's fine enough because each studio of the three moon studios, like they get three years.
0: Yeah. And, and it, it feels also, like they got almost every studio working on something. Assassin's Creed now with this.
2: Yeah. And Assassin's yeah. Creed has always been a little, the 50, like lately, has been a little fragmentary because like so many studios work on it that they, you know, some of them feel awkward or they don't feel like, like the last game, Right. Like call of duty. Like they all pretty much. Play the same, more or less. Oh, and Advanced Warfare can boost around, but like, that's pretty minor in the grand scheme of things, really. Yeah, yeah. I I think like they're betting a lot on Assassin's Creed, and I, I think it'll kind of pay out, but not like say Ubisoft, dear God, way they needed to.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if it isn't for that, you know, you really can't count on Beyond Good and Evil 2 because yeah. you know now yeah. they've lost their studio head. Right,
2: so, so so like that's a good example. Is like they're pissing away money on that, that game is now longer development than dukem Forever.
0: That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's that's crazy that the longest element time of any video game.
1: Yeah,
2: ever.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
2: yeah they just lost. We uh, uh, may or Carmana our Carmona, the studio head. Yeah. And it's like, what, is Joseph Gordon-Levitt going to finally take over? He'll he'll rise. (laughs) It'll be his time now. I mean, Yeah, I mean, it's crazy crazy. to
0: think that it's been 20 years since Beyond Good and Evil 1 came out, also. Right. Like, yeah, wow.
2: And, I mean, I think, yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 got announced, like, 2007. Like, or, like, whispers that they were... Right. I mean, at Uh. this point, just just cancel it. You know, just say fuck it. Uh... I would say that what Ubisoft should just do right now is put, put skull and bones out like right now and whatever state it's in, be like, here it is. We're, we're done or washing our hands of this thing. Well, I think they,
0: they don't want to do that because then people are just going to give up on it from the word go. This is not, but
2: how yeah. many people aren't invested in it when it comes out and gets mediocre? Reviews?
0: I mean, i agree with you there. Uh, I, I don't think that people are going to be absolutely enthralled but, by it. It doesn't even, look, even if,
2: uh, yeah. Sea of Thieves, like, didn't exist as, a, like, a game, which people seem to like, but it's gotten better over the... Like, that game is too entrenched in the pirate, you know, lens. Even if that didn't exist, I don't know anyone who wants to, wants to play Skull and Bones.
0: Also, this is, like, totally PvP. This is not a PvE
2: Yeah, there's no, like, thing, single player, like, or no even, like, character to, like, walk around in, or, like, you were a pirate. It's just, like, yeah. ship based So it's, like... Yeah, like I said, put it out right now, like, tomorrow... Get the game out the door so you can get out of stupid Singapore deal and move on to your life.
0: Yeah, I mean that's easier said than done. We'll see if, when, or ever Skull and Bones actually comes out the same way. Beyond Good and Evil two Skull um, and Bones has yeah, to
2: come out. But yeah. I mean, they just keep flushing money away on Beyond Good and Evil. I mean, who knows how much? Yeah. how much it's cost or where even that game is in development? And right, you really know. But like, why continually make you know, invest the money.
1: There's an old, uh, yeah.
2: old bombcast, like, uh, I mean, this is from like a decade ago, at least, longer, about like, I think it was Jeff. Or they were talking about like games, games, uh, being, being greenlit. And his question was like, why? And the clip was like, oh, Jeff would make a terrible video game executive because he would just ask, why? Like, why are we making this? And it's like, more studios need to be asking themselves that question. Why do we keep funding this? Or why? Did he make Suicide Squad like this massive monstrosity of a game, or why did Avengers get greenlit? It's like, yeah, that's that's a good question that they don't really ask anymore.
0: Yeah, it's weird to me that we don't like the one thing I feel like is that's okay that's come out about the whole uh, Warner Brothers and Discovery thing is that the people at Discovery are kind of like, yo, this is not making money. What's the point of even having it here? Now, listen, from the artistic side of things. I totally understand the creators and the directors and the artists and everybody that's upset that their thing that they worked on never came out or is getting pulled and never being able to be sold. Uh, The people that were involved in Batgirl, like I feel bad for them, but like I kind of get it on the discovery side of things. Like why are we going to invest even more money to see if this can become passable for a movie theater or passable, for HBO well, Max and yeah,
2: I mean the problem with like Batgirls is a good example is like that. I think that it cost eighty million. To, or that, they would have so had to like, put another
0: eighty million in it for it to be movie, uh, movie theater worthy. Is what right. they said, um, right? And that movie's not going to make
2: five hundred million dollars or a billion dollars or whatever. yeah. But it's it's also like, well, you should have made a smaller scale movie, or you should have made a movie that like, it's always this problem now of comic book movies, uh, this is slightly political, but it's like, you're making comic book movies, but you're making them more peace. which doesn't appeal to yeah. the fans that you're ideally targeting for. And it's not going to appeal to the regular people or non-fans. I don't know who the fuck this is. Right. So it's like, why why do yourself this way, either or? I mean, I would say, I'd say just make, make it for the fans. Like, a good example is this new uh, Marvel Wonder Man TV show, I think it's Mm-hmm. And, like, Wonder Man is a, a, a classic character. He's, like, a white guy. But now he's going to become a black, an African-American guy. And it's, like, okay, you're going to piss off the original fan. And aside from those, no one knows who the fuck Wonder Man is or cares. Right. So why not just make a new character? Make Amazement Man, you know, make some other stupid character. Go from there. Well, I mean, and, we also
0: have to look at, like, when those characters are made. Does it mean that if you made it today, does it have to be a white guy? No, but that that's
2: right. that's the point the second point is just make a new character. And like occasionally it works. Like, you know, I think uh Sam Jackson does a really good job of like Nick, yeah. point. But, you know, most times it doesn't or and this gender swapping or race swapping a character. Right?
0: I mean I, I feel like the new Captain America is gonna be just fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, it, he's it, a he's a very established kid for sure, but also in the comics. Right. But if it is made like a new Iron Man movie, or they just made Iron Man now, and an Asian woman to, like Tony Stark. Or
0: anything. yeah, I mean, there's but, certain ones that like they they couldn't do that, right? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like, um, but I think anyway, to
1: microsoft yeah, scenes. back
0: to back to your point. I think Ubisoft really might want to consider: do we see if we can get Microsoft to bite on putting Skull and Bones on Game Pass? And that's the way we can kind of guarantee we're going to make some money, and then we put it out there, and that's it. And I, it's just Ubisoft has this false sense of feeling that every game that they put out, they're going to be able to to save it later with updates. Yeah, and, and,
2: and even that, like, if they have ten games like that, it's that's happened like once or twice. It hasn't happened on nine out of ten. Exactly. Uh, it, happened with, it happened with Rainbow Six and Four Honor. And kind and of trackmania, well, trackmania is very different. Yeah, uh, it happened a little with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but like, look at Extraction, look at Breakpoint, look at uh, Steve, look at the crew, look at you know five other Ubisoft games. It hasn't happened. Before, so
0: it's uh, the well, the one that released last year, like you said, the motorcycle the one, Rider Republic, I can't. I can't. Ride, yeah, that one. Like,
2: and then making that other that one this year.
0: Uh, oh that's right yeah forgot about that
2: and it's like yo why uh, like, look at uh,
0: roller champions failing uh, yeah
2: I think again back to Jeff's question of why make why green this in the first
1: place
0: yeah it, it just it feels like sometimes they don't know when to just say all right guess what that's it like this isn't gonna work uh yeah. I, I i totally respect eve for wanting to be more of uh we're going for the creator. We're not going to let the creators feel like they wasted their time. Especially right now, like where he's having this thing where the, his, his, uh, workers are kind of rebelling against him and, well, yeah, and, and a lot, being, you know, being
2: creative and then, but then also only putting the onus on, on the employee. Yeah.
0: It's like, that's kind of actually your fault. You're the one overseeing everything Like <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, I'm not saying you don't blame it on, but also like you're the one setting the timetable, right? You're the one setting the dates. You're the one telling people whether they have to crunch or not. Like, what? Well, th- yeah.
2: It, yeah, it's telling, that like, Eastern companies like Nintendo, Bandai Namco and a few other, like, I think Capcom as well, like, they increased their wages.
0: Uh, Sega, yeah.
2: Yeah, over over the past year. Now, look at, you know, barely paying minimum. Yeah. We saw, like, you don't see Eve going, like, I'm, you know what, this was a bad year. I'm going to give it my salary for the company. It's like, fuck no. Right. Imagine, like, like, let's get imagine, a like, good
0: little good PR going on with Ubisoft. Yeah, could you imagine like Bobby Kotick doing that? <laughs> oh hell no, that guy would never do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, so um, yeah, the only way he took less money was because they made him the board made him. You know, yeah. Um, even then, he was still getting a bunch of money. It's not like he t- eh, like taking a pay cut from gazillions to some. Millions is still a lot of money for most people, so that's. Correct. not um, no, I think there was like yeah. a
2: year where, like, this is when he's still alive. But when uh the Nintendo CEO, yeah, Iwata, was, he took yeah,
0: a he huge pay cut, right? Um, to like almost nothing, and he gave it to the employees, yeah, Uh to make sure they didn't go anywhere. Like that's that's what I'm not saying everybody has to do that, but I mean, maybe you should think, a think about CEO it. Knows,
2: but, like, right.
0: Bad one. <laughs> I, I mean, as long as you don't. The problem is that you know Eve has a bad history, like Bobby Kotick, like that one dude. I can't remember his name now. That made a bunch of uh, PR with doing that, uh, where he took a pay cut, and gave it to all his employees, and then it wound up that he had like a bunch of sexual harassment claims or whatever. Yeah. Um. You know, like d- just make sure that you have like like Wada, like good right behind you, you don't have skeletons in your closet that you're trying to hide uh, doing this but speaking of uh, big decisions made by companies uh, Microsoft knew that it had to present itself to the CMA and the EU and all that stuff this week so they went ahead with those deals that have been rumored for a while of making deals with Nintendo, the 10 year deal to bring Call of Duty to the platform and other Activision Blizzard games and then also uh, with GeForce Now, which GeForce Now one goes further into making first party Xbox games available on GeForce Now. Uh, now you do have to buy the game still. This is not, uh, Game Pass is not all of a sudden working with GeForce Now. You have to buy the game and then you can make it work on GeForce Now if you want to. Um, so it's not as like extravagant a deal as I think a lot of people would think, but it's still kind of, neat that they made these deals Uh, and then also the fact that Phil Spencer has come out now obviously he's grandstanding here Uh, we don't really know what Microsoft would decide to do if this deal does in fact get blocked Uh, this is just obviously Phil Spencer kind of you know giving everybody sort of like a a good outlook on things of saying look um, if this Activision Blizzard deal doesn't work it doesn't mean like Xbox is going to die the next day it's going to keep going uh, And I would say, yes, in essence, it will. But this is a huge deal for the viability of Game Pass as a platform and as like Microsoft being able to have things that they can really, really count on that are not Forza gears. And I don't know if you can even count on Halo anymore Um, right now. So they need to have other things that they know, yo, we don't really have to worry about Call of Duty is going to be great. Uh, we know we're making money there. Like, that allows, like Sony said, right, in, in their one of their filings, like, the fact that Call of Duty does so well is what allows their first party to be able to do the things that they do. Uh, so I imagine if Microsoft could do that, and they're the ones making most of the money from that. Uh, you tell them that that's not going to happen. Maybe they get that deal with Activision Blizzard where they get exclusivity rights to the DLC and all that stuff anyway. Activision Blizzard does it as a like fu to PlayStation, but it won't be the same as owning them, right? Um, my, yeah,
2: my my question, I guess, kind of, but the, like they announced this deal, which you know sounds good in principle, I guess, but like let's say magically Microsoft owned Activision tomorrow, how long would it take to get a Call of Duty running on the Switch?
0: Or it doesn't say which. Ever. It does say I mean, that they're supposed to run like you would think. But they also have Call of Duty Mobile. Could they possibly just make a version of Call yeah. of Duty Mobile that works on... No. That, yeah.
2: Because it's not... It's not parody or it's not feature. Yeah. Or, and, you know... It would take, at, just, least, uh,
0: man. It would take <laughs> at least... I just...
2: man. It take at least three to four years out of a 10-year deal.
0: And you'd also have to make it work probably on the next Switch. Well, would be, be way this easier. one. <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, I think you have to make work on this one to make that deal actually be. And, uh, it, yeah. It,
2: and it can't be a streaming game. Or, I mean, it could be, I guess, technically.
0: Yeah, technically.
2: But, you know, it would be too fucked up.
0: Man, I just don't know. I don't know how you're going to make that work, yeah. uh, with, like, the other kinds of games that they've had to make streaming to work on that system.
2: Well, I mean, uh,.
0: You know, yeah, you know, like
2: Kingdom Hearts, Resident Evil, or a few others, but those are all like not out, not Twitch games or not precision games necessarily,
0: right? But Resident Evil has shooting,
2: yeah, and... but it's not like well, it's not like multi out know, competitive,
0: right? Exactly.
2: Uh so that that would be an a, that'd be a, a bigger nightmare than the Baldur's Gate three problem,
0: you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, it would be a huge uh, nightmare. I don't know how they're gonna get that to work, but. Somebody must have told Microsoft that they can get it to work or they wouldn't have been able to do that deal. Somebody must have said... Somebody had to have run the figures and said, can we realistically do this? Yeah. And somebody had to have told them yes. Now, I don't know if this deal happens. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know what they told Nintendo. I mean, like, Nintendo has to know that it's probably not going to run like like they think it is, but... I don't know. Maybe Nintendo said, oh, "We don't care if it's a cloud version; just freaking make it run." Um, Here's the thing: I'm, you
2: know, I'm surprised Nintendo cares at all.
0: Uh, maybe Nintendo's just signing this deal because they can, and they, yeah, like
2: you know, they have, they're not they're not like an FPS heavy company; they don't
0: really care. Uh, I mean, let's let's be honest here: it benefits Nintendo for Sony to go down a peg, okay? Like, let's not forget about that. So, Nintendo is Japanese. If they can gain a bigger share of the market because Sony got knocked down a peg by the fact that Microsoft owns certain things, they're kind of happy about that in a way. Yeah. Um, Not to mention the fact that, you know, Microsoft and Nintendo kind of have been working together. uh, And, you know, Sony's had that thing with crossplay where they don't, they want to make you pay for crossplay and all that stuff. So, like, a way that Nintendo can continue to kind of stick it to Sony in a little bit. Uh, Whereas Sony really can't do that to Nintendo because they kind of know that they, they need to in a way like include Nintendo in things because of the power of the switch. So yeah, it's just, it's an interesting kind of look at things of like, does it really make sense for Nintendo to sign this deal? Not really, but they signed it. So I don't know, I guess. We'll see. I well, mean, let's awful. be fair. Like for the for a long time, Nintendo didn't. It wasn't until recently that Nintendo really started to care about. Like for a while, Nintendo was letting like anything be on the Switch. Right. Then they kind of started to reel it in a little bit, be like, ah, okay, you can't have that, and oh, you can't have that, but no more, or no you got to censor this. Book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you can't have just hentai with just completely nude people or nude characters in there anymore. Like, so.
2: Don't worry. Yeah. Timic has got your back
0: for that. And there you go. So, um, but speaking of things that we know are getting made, uh, for sure, Mortal Kombat 12 is happening, Mark. I mean, not that it was ever going to be a surprise that Mortal Kombat 12 was, was getting made or anything, but it's just weird that it gets introduced in a earnings call and not by... Uh, uh, As elegant
2: and bombastic way possible. <laughs> yeah,
0: really, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know what's happening. I mean, it kind of sucks that Injustice Three is off the table, presumably.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh I don't know. That franchise, it, it's still good. Like, more times still Good, but it's a little played out or a little kind of tapped out. Like, I'm I'm hoping this like another reinvent. They seem to do that like every three year, every three games. Like every like the, the fourth game isn't exciting. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: definitely. Back, back kart
0: racing. Right. Um. N- I guess it shouldn't be very surprising that Hogwarts Legacy sold a bunch yeah. and there was for me, for me, player again, engagement no. of, yeah.
2: You know, bans or, you know, uh, calls boycotts, yeah, boycotts. Yeah, boycotts barely do anything.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I think also people gotta remember there's like so many Harry Potter fans that do not live on the internet that just see Harry Potter game. Yeah, oh, it's coming a, out for systems that I own. That, Let me go buy it. Has good
2: reviews for one. So yeah, that has, yeah
1: games ever
2: made. exactly. That has
0: good reviews, and um, people seem to like it. That are you know the YouTubers and the streamers like it. The reviewers like it. It's not one of those. that's like, oh, there was many reviews that were panning it because of the you know J.K. Rowling stuff, which understandable. Whatever, however you feel about that, I don't think that you need to title your. Thing a review if you're doing that, but that's just me. And they did say that there's going to be no DLC for the game, which again is also surprising, uh, considering that they they should know that this game was going to sell a bunch, and it still hasn't even released on the Switch yet. Um, They are apparently going to be making a Harry Potter legacy Netflix show, so. I guess why not, right? If you're making these, I imagine terrible, a blank stare in my face, you know. Like, if you're making these, what have been mostly bad Fantastic Beasts movies, uh, why not make a Harry Potter legacy series, right? That, that, yeah.
2: that goes in concert with they're going to make it, or they're basically going to redo the Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, that. It's, oh God!
2: Like, please don't. I beg of you.
0: Well, I mean, they did say that they were going to do those, like, single character movies, so that really could be what they're meaning. Like, they're going to open the book again as far as, like, oh, we're just going to keep adding on to that. Like, I don't believe they're going to redo those movies. Like, you can't redo those movies. They were already perfect, for the most
2: part. (laughs) I I really like to imagine how pissed, like, business guys are, or, you know, the the boardroom is at, like, Embracer, or whoever owns Lord of the Rings now, that Tolkien only made like three books or, you know, four, you know, four main Lord of the Rings in the Hobbit. Yeah. Like, they're screaming, like, why why couldn't you make 19 books? This is going to have been a goldmine for decades.
1: You know?
0: Right. Uh, yeah, you can't do the uh, George R. R. Martin thing where we keep waiting for him to finish a book so we can... And,
1: and he
2: never does. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, couldn't they get his son to write something? I don't know, a token son? To- yeah,
2: I don't think he's actually a good author, so no. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, and- I, think, I, I have thought occasionally about, like, it would be interesting if they did like a, pre- a persona live-action show. And I, I don't mean set it in Japan, but I mean just the basic going to high school during the day, having social shit, yeah, you know, interspersed with, like, fighting demons. That would be fine. Like, right uh, you know or I mean a Harry like just a basic uh kid goes to magic school isn't hasn't like it didn't start with Harry Potter like
0: I I mean that's the point of the game is that this was before Harry Potter like I, I just mean like the, the know, basic yeah.
2: concept of kid going to like magic school should before Harry Potter as well right uh, so I, I guess I mean it depends on how they read it from that's yeah. kind of my concern. Or that'd be like my big question.
0: Like, well, I mean, they already kind of have an outline there with the game, so like they can. Yeah, but take I mean, that like and... you
2: know, uh, who do you cast? How do you really expand this out to be? These or however long they want to. You Knowing Netflix has two years because that's all they all they have the money. For.
0: Yeah, and then also like, do you involve her? Miss, Miss So, so the and So. Be named. Yeah, happy yes. you... name. Yeah. Do you, name, do you involve her at all? What do you do with um, do you have like original writers that are just fans of the series write this? I mean um, I, I, I think you we have to you have to stay away from her because even even HBO stayed away from her during yeah. the reunion thing. Here's so
1: you,
2: you hire the rings of power writers and it'll work out just fine. Oh <laughs> my
0: god, bro. <laughs> Look, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Hobbit Lord of the Rings person, so like I couldn't really judge it based on how actual close to the source material it is or whatever. I thought it was a okay show as just a show by itself, but that's just me. Um, See, it's, I, it, it's it, like,
2: in and in I guess in a vacuum that's perfectly fine, but then it's right. like why it too Here's because. because you're
0: amazon and that's what they're doing with tomb raider right like we're just taking a known quantity and saying we're going to make a show about it and then get people to go subscribe to prime video and and boost our numbers for so ever many so they can make big old pr things about how oh rings of power was the most watched thing on amazon prime for five weeks or whatever the hell and yeah i mean uh, not everything is going to be what Last of Us is doing for HBO right now, like. Yeah. But again, that was also a a game that was basically ready to be a show. Like, most games are not like that, right? Um, and if they are, or well, not saying that they are, but like they, it takes people to really care about that series and know how to take the best parts of the game and make that into a series. Like, I still think you could have an actual good Resident Evil series. Sure. It, but you can't do what they did on Netflix. That was just an abomination. Like, that. See,
2: that's, that's, that's another thing, though. It's like, I kind of like the show, again, in a vacuum.
0: In, in a vacuum, right?
2: But yeah. again, why attach it to Resident Evil? It has the, Exactly, yeah. The show. or the, the, I, th- I think why, like, specifically, Last of Us gets it right, one. They got Neil Druckmann doing it
0: exactly. Yeah,
2: co-created the fucking game, so that helps.
0: He's two, taking stuff directly from the freaking game as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, but too, as like Craig, May- uh, Craig, May- like
0: yeah,
1: Mason. He, uh-huh.
2: he cares, when, <laughs> right. like a lot of these other ne- or game adaptations don't care. Yeah, so they care to an extent, but they have more of an agenda to push.
0: Well, it's like, oh well, as long as we have some callbacks to the game and yeah. whatever, people will be fine. Right, like, um, but I think what we're going to see with this Mario movie, what we're seeing with Last of Us, is I think you ca- you got to give more reverence for the for the game itself. Yeah, but you also got to give it the budget. You can't do what they did with that Last Resident Evil movie, which was okay. We have a lot of reverence for the game, but like, but 10 bucks it's maybe. yeah, it feels like it was made by you know super low budget. So yeah, and, it, and it really yeah.
2: was. So
0: And it's unfortunate because it was given a good budget, it might actually be a pretty good Resident Evil movie, but yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, that Whatever. could cost twenty five million to make. That's yeah. But that's like nothing in today's market
0: Especially not to mention like how much it would make to make even one of the games. Like right that now, that so. cost
2: twenty five million to make, world, but uh oh what the first movie cost like thirty three million. That's seven uh, million dollars more twenty years ago. Yeah, so.
0: exactly. Um, well, speaking of formally involved with Resident Evil, Shin- Shinji Mikami is now formally involved with Tango GameWorks because he is leaving uh, the studio. Um, he's you know basically said that he feels like uh, he's decided to leave Tango GameWorks in the coming months. He's been a creative leader and supportive mentor to Yennevel with a Tango for 12 years. to did his work on Evil Within, the franchise, goes to War of Tokyo, and of course, High Rush. And, you know, this is not the first studio he's left, so it's not necessarily beyond the realm for him. But I mean, 12 years is a long time as well. Game for
2: on uh, Evil Within. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I feel like they have enough people there
2: no, that, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they will going make that. No. I
0: think they will. I think they wouldn't have put that teaser into Hi-Fi Rush um, if they didn't know. Somebody had to know that Mikami was leaving. Like, that wasn't just a surprise thing. Somebody yeah. had to know. I think they will make that game. Um, it's like at some point, somebody's going to have to make Mario without Miyamoto. Like, Unfortunately. No, and it you know,
2: digitize Miyamoto's brain, so it just hangs out right. in the vault, so make, make, make games forever.
0: Who knows if it's going to be as amazing as, you know, most of the great Mario stuff is, but eventually that's going to have to be, right? you know? Um, so, can they do Evil Within 3 without uh, Shiji Miyakami? Yes. Yeah. Will it probably be a while? Sure. Um but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the next thing they're making. I, mean, I, I think I'll, Yeah. Here's the thing,
2: is I, I don't think they'll make it. I think like Hi Fi Rush pretty succinctly that they don't need to. Like they are kind of better on their own with their own devices or own ideas <laughs> than just making a Resident Evil clone.
0: Oh, well, my I, I, I agree think. with you. I agree with you that yes, they've proven that they can make other things and that's great that the studio can do that. I'm saying at some point I think we will get an evil within three, whether Shinji Mikami's involved in it or not?
2: Because he wasn't you know? like, involved with High Five Rush.
0: I mean, he was, but he kind of he was more of I mean, a I, like, mentor and yeah,
2: you I, know. yeah. On like on a level, yes, he was involved, but like not as a gamer, right,
0: exactly. Like,
2: anything like
0: really, I and mean, with- yeah, you couldn't call it a Shinji Mikami game, right? Right. It's it's always oh, it's being made by a studio that he's at, but it's not like oh he this has got his stamp all um, over it or. Or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, though, we do know that Hironobu Sakaguchi, he has everything to do with Fantasian and why it is... For There were plenty of people, actually, that the year that Fantasian came out, especially for RPG sites, it was in their running, or it was their game of the year. That's how much people enjoyed it, and that thing was stuck on Apple Arcade. So, there have been... A lot, you know. There's been a question asked of Sakaguchi-san at a Magic 2023 festival in Monaco as part of a Q&A session, and he says that he has been re- been given a lot of requests to release the game on PC, and there's also been, of course, been requests for a sequel. Why not? When the first game was great, so he says that we're continuing working as hard as possible to meet those expectations, and he doesn't rule it out that he wouldn't. Uh, bring it to PC. Uh, I would definitely play it if you bring it to PC. Um, obviously, I'd love for it to be on console, but you know. He did say that Fantasia could certainly be his last project. He actually worked on it in that vein, thinking it would be. Um, I, Obviously, neither one of us have played this game. All I've heard is how really good it is and everything else. I mean, I'd love for this game to come to PC. So. Sure. It'd be really awesome if it could come on make it happen i mean i'm sure Let's there's go. some
2: like ios emulator that can might be running but sure <laughs> that's happens. not
0: the same though as getting it to like natively work on there right um
2: and get back to his true work of being another lost odyssey game right uh i'll so save to, modern council yeah what I really
0: want. i'll save the uh the funny stuff for last year and involving another mobile property um Hey, they had the dice awards this week. Um, and God of War Ragnarok won a lot of stuff. Uh, outstanding achievement in animation, art direction, outstanding achievement in character. Uh, I won a bunch, like way more
2: than you think or, yeah, exactly.
0: Music, audio design, story. Um, so yeah, it won a lot. Uh, Elden Ring won their essentially their game of the year. Um, which that's no surprise either. Yeah. But... I thought it was fun. The only, yeah. One
2: funny thing was uh, for, for Story is they had Elden Ring in that. So they did a lot of good things about Elden Ring. Story is not one of them.
0: Uh, they had it in the Game Awards too and there was a lot of talk about how Elden Ring actually has a really good story. It's just you gotta like piecemeal it to yourself or whatever yeah i was you reading know.
2: some note in the story or you
0: know it was crazy that debate like i i look, i hadn't played the game so i don't know but it was insane the amount of debate that people were just like if you're saying that Elden ring doesn't have a good story you don't know what a story is and i was like oh okay then okay That's damn
2: that's like saying, like Tetris has a good story too. It has like an ending.
0: hey, that movie that Apple is making made me care way more about Tetris than I have in a long time. So
2: no, that movie looks uh, that movie looks good and bad. Like it looks like a good yeah. enough movie, but like a terrible at telling of the actual facts.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You know, there's, there's going to be a lot of
2: like I doubt there was a Russian car chase that involved te- you know the rights to Tetris. However, <laughs> there is a uh. There's a recent, like, pinball movie. Yeah. Pretty interesting. It's like the same. It's just, I was telling a historical story about pinball. Yeah. That looks good. I mean, I'll, that looks way more real or way more accurate.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> it still looks cool. Like, I, I'm definitely uh, down to watch that treasure movie. Yep. Uh, when it comes out at the end of next month, we'll, we'll talk about it on here. Uh, so just to finish it off with something funny, uh, we talked about one mobile game earlier getting a lot of praise. Well, Rovio, this is not the first time they've done this, by the way. They are delisting Angry Birds again. Um, they, they listed it again under the Rovio Classics title, but now they're pulling it again because they're saying that because Angry Birds exists and because of its lucrative microtransactions, they are taking it off. Um, yeah. Uh, the Andy, well, the Android version is actually the one being removed. They're renaming it on iOS Red's First Flight. Uh, they basically are just trying to hurt it completely so that, I guess, people will buy their other games that they make.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, it's the same problem as earlier with, uh, you know, Suicide Squad, or it's the same problem I talked about with uh, Plants for Zombies. You're trying to make forever game that people don't want Full as a like hamster wheel to get people to doling out money when they don't want to do yeah.
0: that
2: necessarily. Or,
0: yeah. It's just funny, you have to take off your most successful game so that maybe people that might be paying attention to your other games Yeah, to
2: sucker uh, people into buying your your cheaper crap or your less good yeah. stuff. Yeah,
0: I don't know, that's just safe. Seems, seems
2: I mean, that's, that's why I think it, some games get be on the marketplace. Yeah, like street stuff. It's like, oh, we don't we don't want people to play the good one, the good old one. Here's Odyssey. Like, all right, but then people
0: okay. wonder why mobile gaming is in such a rut. Yeah, right. Like you're either playing the same crap you always play, or you're you can't find anything new that you really play. Like every right. month, mobile game spending and mobile games go down. So yeah. it's not. I mean, obviously inflation and all that stuff. Is affecting that too, but I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying that there's, there's definitely our quality mobile games that have come out. Uh sure, just, occasion.
2: but that's an actual it game. Just, so, right.
0: But that stuff gets overshadowed by the same stuff as always. And I guess that's Rovio's point. Like if we delist this, then maybe they'll actually pay attention to our other stuff. And I, I don't think it's going to work that way, but
2: my, my magic Eight ball says no.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely not. Uh, I just, it seems like a pie in the sky uh, yeah. kind of thing for them, quite honestly. But hey, if you are always, if you're looking for more games to play, uh, maybe not in the mobile game realm, but there's definitely things coming uh, in this week that you'll you'll want to check out uh, for sure. Um, one of them, of course, being Wulong, uh, the, was it Final Dynasty? Think of the name in a second. Uh, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. I knew Dynasty was in the name. Uh, it's coming to Game Pass. You can also, you know, get it on the other systems, everything except Switch. It's the, I guess you could call it, like, Koi Tecmo trying their hand at Dark Souls. Um, are, are you interested in this uh, at all?
2: I might be. Yeah. It, it looked kind of interesting. I, mean, I doubt we'll get a yep. code in. I'm pretty busy right now. But
0: sure I mean, I guess if you got Adam to ask for it, it might happen. Koi Tecmo's. For the most part, has been uh, they've they've given four one a lot of stuff. Um, Yeah, there's that. Um, This Irish and the Giant battle card, like road light game, also comes out a couple days before that. Uh, The and I I think that's kind of it for the most part. Um, Little Witch uh, Nobeta, which is like a sort of like bullet hell shooter, comes to Switch and PS4 Uh, by then too. And this, um, was it Outer Worlds, the spacer? Are they remastering Outer Worlds? Or, yeah, it's yeah, like for,
2: a game of the year, or not game of the year, but like, yeah, it's okay, slightly up.
0: Yeah, so if you didn't get to play Outer Worlds before, you'll get this version. That's pretty neat. Um,
2: well, not for free, it's, just, it's like a really big discount.
0: Yeah. They're
2: Not doing it for free.
0: <laughs> no, it's definitely, but I mean, hey, if you didn't play it before, this is a really great uh, yeah, game, yeah. you should definitely check it out. Right. Um.
2: Look at look at what uh that space game they're making
1: me <laughs> do.
0: Yeah. Uh so it's not a... you got Wu Long there if you want a big I guess triple A game. Or you can try out Outer World's uh Spacer as well, if you you know, as Spacer's Tourist Edition if you haven't played it yet. For as far as like big Triple A releases you got some indie stuff. Um, I think next week is when we're gonna start getting uh some other things that we've we'll been waiting on, but yeah um everything's kind of we're waiting until we get to resident evil 4 remake at the end of the month but hey you still got all this other stuff that's been coming out in the past few weeks to play if you haven't picked all any of that up yet we'll definitely be playing more of that and have uh that stuff to talk about so until next week uh thank you for listening or watching whichever one you preferred to do uh, make sure if you watch on the YouTube channel, hit subscribe, follow, ring that bell. You can also, uh, you know, subscribe and hit a review on the podcast version. Let us know what you think. Again, apologies for all the banging and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it only yeah. happen like the first hour. <laughs> yeah, only the first hour. Or so, um, But we will see you all next week, everybody. Later.
2: Later.